The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Fourteen after eleven o'clock. Welcome to the third and final hour of the Talking Point. Our focus this hour will be then on the issue of literacy in this country. I am seeing um, sort of the contributions you've sent through on WhatsApp around us really, um, you know, finishing the conversation that we did in the last hour. I do think that historical accounts like that are very important um, from those that have studied the history, but also those that have lived the history and really just giving an opportunity, I think, for people to to feed the context of a moment um, as what happened in, let's say, 1985 to a post-democratic South African 19, I mean, in, in 2023. So um, absolutely, I'm, I'm noting the feedback on that, and we will ensure that, that we continue that conversation. It's insightful for all of us, and all of us, I believe, um, are learning and will be better able to contribute to the conversation once we've been armed with that knowledge. So I just wanted to um, to acknowledge that before we continue, because there, there are a number of messages on it. So... Our conversation now is then going to move to the question of literacy in this country. Last week, we're marking International Literacy Day and uh, really questions around where are we in trying to improve these literacy levels and why is it that we're not winning and the role of technology in all of this. I made the example, right, that you're more likely to find young people with a phone in their hand or uh, playing PlayStation than, you know, in some households and they're out to pick up a book. And so they are all of these distractions that uh, we have to contend with in a modern world. And how do we ensure that we're using also this technology to help when it comes to fostering greater literacy. Dr. Yanga Majola is a social linguist from the Tswana University of Technology. Dr. Majola, good morning to you. Good morning, Kathy, and your listeners. Yamkela is an author of 15 books and all of them really multilingual. She writes in English, Isitosa, Isizulu. Uh, good morning. Thank you so much for coming into studio, Yamke. Good morning, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, we're talking now about general literacy levels. And the reason we have Ayamgel in studios because she, of course, has been focusing on literacy targeted at, at young people and young children, really. But Dr. Majola, the reading culture, right? Reading culture in, 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 in this country. Um, how would you describe the state of our reading culture? And I also just look at how many books one needs to sell in order for a book to be considered a best-selling book. You know, you couldn't live two months off of the income that that, that you make of those sales. Um, thank you very much, Kathy, once more <clears throat> for having us. Um, I think our, um, uh, you know, level of reading in the country is very low. Um, and uh, some of the reasons is what you have alluded to. Number one, the distraction caused by social media. But I think also digitization of the, some of these books has become a problem. Um, um, scholars have, have determined that there is a certain difference when it comes to reading digitally and reading a, a, a hard copy, for instance, of a book, that if you read a book on hard copy, it, 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 it has to do with something in your mind and you, you are able to easily remember them if you are reading on your phone. 
This is probably because while you read on your phone, there's also other things that you may be doing or messages that are coming in and, 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 and all those distractions contribute to that. But generally, the state of reading in this country is very low. I've, I've used the train, you know, um, metro rail train here in South Africa a couple of years ago. And I can tell you, I think it was probably one person who I saw reading um, there. But a couple of weeks ago, I was in Boston in the US and I used the train there as well. Guess what? Almost everybody in the train had a hard copy book. And, and, and that is why I can affirm that the reading level in our country is quite low. It, 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 it speaks to the, a, a culture, really, that we as society either uphold intentionally or are building and feeding into intentionally or, or not doing that. Um, do you think that we've, we've simply neglected that culture? Yes, I think so. Um, someone once said that if you want to hide something for, for a black man, then you should put it in black and white. Um, whether that now is true or not, I don't know. But but what I can say is that we have simply neglected that culture. And um, that is because we have relied on being given information and not engaging information and interrogating information. Mm. When we go to school, we believe that whatever that we are told there is, 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 is right and we must take it. We are not having a questioning culture. But we cannot have a questioning culture if we don't have a reading culture because if you read, then you are informed. And then if you are informed, then you are able to participate in discussions, you are able to participate in any discourse. So the neglection of that culture is, is detrimental to our understanding of the, of the context in which we live in. This is a global context. This is the economic context. This is the context of our lives, really. Mm. Yamke, let me bring you in here and perhaps speak to me about what you have learned about our reading culture because as somebody who runs a publishing house, you have to think about if I am producing a particular product, this is the market into which I'm producing it. And so you have to study that market and, and at least have a sense of what it is that you need to put together mm. to ensure that you make sales. Mm. So what is it really that mm. South Africans, if they are buying books, what, what books are they buying? Um, firstly, Kath, let me let me just say that what Dr. Majala just uh, uh, said now is so true. Um, and before I get to your to your question, let me start by saying that um, the reading culture in South Africa um, is very low because of some of the reasons that uh, Mr., uh, Dr. Majala has just said, but also um, because of the socio-economical impacts in the country that we have, right? However, having said that, there is also a huge role that families need to play, right? Um, people will say that if I have to choose between bread and a book, I will buy bread, right? Um, but sometimes we're not only competing against bread, sometimes we are, co are competing against the latest trend, right? And so I would rather have the latest trends, be it and in entertainment or clothing or the latest phone or whatever it is. So I'm having this latest, latest trend, but with a child at home who can't read for comprehension, right? So as families, as parents, as guardians, we need to make a choice to say, 
what do I choose? What do I go with? What's what's important to me? What is the priority? Um, and 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 so yes, we have the problems that we have in the country, but sometimes really, um, it's 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 uh, uh, priorities. You know, Yamkela, as 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 you're saying that. Um, you're reminding me of my experience at, at, at the hairdresser. So if I'm getting my hair braided, mm-hmm. I still go to the same lady I used to go to when I was in, in varsity, mm-hmm. just here in Bromfontein. Mm-hmm. And and so what will happen is there'll be people who who come into the store. Some of them, they have, they're selling books. Mm-hmm. Others are selling perfume and mm-hmm. lipstick, mm-hmm. you know. And more often than not, the guy who's selling the books Nobody pays him no attention. One pays attention. Nobody pays him attention. No one. He walks into the hair salon, goes around. Nobody's interested. Yes. But Not the even to peruse. No, no, no. Even if you're not no, going to no. buy, just to peruse. There's absolutely no attention. Yes. But the yeah. minute the one who's selling lipsticks and mm. perfume and makeup comes in, <laughs> you know, everybody's like, okay, what do you have? Yes. Let's see. Let's yes. see. And, and and it speaks to that, that issue of priorities mm-hmm. because sometimes it's, it's not just that people don't have money, mm. but it's that where we do have money, we're choosing to spend exactly. it elsewhere. Exactly. And and so let me go back to the question that you asked me, that as publishers, that's what we are facing. Mm-hmm. We are selling a product that um, is so needed to build um, a, a South Africa or, or communities or society that will thrive, um, uh, a product that will uh, make schools and teachers thrive in their jobs because we, so I'll give an example. I was, um, I was uh, at, a, at an event and I was selling uh, some of my books. And so people are coming to the store and they're not buying. And, and so I, I decided, you know what, let me just, you know, uh, uh, bring awareness to people why reading is important and why reading to your children is important. And so I'm, I'm telling them, I'm telling them about the PELS uh, results as well. I don't know if you, if, you, if, if you are aware of the PELS results that have come out in May, I think. And I'm telling them about the importance of, of, of this. And, and most of them say to me, no, but um, TV is there. TV can entertain my child and my child can learn a lot from TV and the phone is there, you know. People do not understand the dire situation that we are in as a country that um, 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 our 10-year-olds or our grade fours can't read for comprehension and these are the people that we're going to send into the world right into the workplace into to represent us and 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 how that also has has an impact into how we're building and growing our economy into how we're building and growing our society at large and our institutions and everything it starts with reading and it starts at home and most of them will be like no but what is the school for um what is the school there for but it starts at home Dr. Majola, I, I want to bring you in here because to me, it sounds that there's also a fundamental um, misunderstanding around sort of proficiency in one thing, i.e. being able to operate a smartphone mm-hmm. versus being able to read a text and unpack it, the various meanings that mm-hmm. could go could go into it. Mm, no, that's true. Um, and, and, and that links to what I said earlier about our brains being able to uh, focus more on, on a hard copy book than on a, on a soft copy book on a phone. Mm. But, but the reality that we're faced with here is, is that we, this culture, I mean, when you grow up as a child, you, you don't see it from your parents, just like as Yamge said, you don't see it from your parents. Your parents are on phones, they are on TV. 
So you are able to acquire the spoken skills of language, but the spoken skills of language are very unstructured. I mean, um, you can speak English very well, but it never means that you can write it. Mm. You can speak East Cosa very well, but it can never mean you can write and read. Hence, if you apply for a job, you'll, you'll mostly see that they'll want, when they look at language proficiency, they're not just going to check whether you can speak the language, they want to check whether you can read it and whether you can write it. Because there's a, there's a, the, 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 the link between reading and writing is the important one, which has to do with knowledge comprehension, which has to do with um, the unpacking of a message and understanding the context in which the message is spread. And that helps you now be able to articulate later. So if, if we can say it differently, is that the lack of reading contributes to people who are unable to articulate properly in terms of the context that we're in as a country, in particularly in schools. And that is why we today have a crisis of people who cannot read. That is because they don't see it happening in their, in their homes and the culture is not there at all. Dr. Majola, as, as somebody who is in the, with an institution of higher learning, I'm going to ask you to open up some of the files here and also talk about how we're seeing this translating into um, academic institutions and institutions of higher learning because there is some text, right, how people speak, let's say, on WhatsApp mm. with their friends that somehow finds its way into what is supposed to be formal language and formal communication. And, and I don't know about you, but mm. I see it sometimes, you know, with some some of the interns that are coming through uh, from different places and, and the emails and, and you know, and, and you just ask yourself, you're like, okay, what does this mean? This is, this is not English. I don't know what this is, but... Mm. And, and, you know, you've got like the, the I's in a small letter... And the morning is not a full mm. morning. It's an MRN and you're supposed to read between the lines and there's abbreviations for everything. How do you deal with that? Um, what you're saying is very true, uh, Cathy. Uh, that is why most universities have decided to introduce a module. It's called differently in different institutions. In other institutions, it's called communication. In others, it's communication for academic purposes. In others, it's English for academic purposes and many other terms that may be used. But it's a fundamental learning module that most universities have decided to introduce to all first years so that they can be able to bridge the gap of exactly what you're talking about. Because you've got a lot of these people who come from the high school environment and get into the higher education system but then they cannot write, they cannot um, 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 read. And therefore that module is meant to bridge the gap. But exactly what you mentioned, we have a lot of those problems where um, this is caused because of what I said earlier, the influence of what we speak into what we write. Because if you learn language from TV, I mean, it happens every day. The one day I was listening to, I was watching TV and, and I heard this person who, who said that they wanted to start a car. Because that, I think, was written in English and they translated it in, into Isi Zulu. They said, ukali modo. <laughs> And that was, I mean, that was so confusing for me. And so if you were sitting somewhere and you are learning from that, and you decide to go and use that in a context with the Zulu people, they'll be confused. I'm just showing you the damage that is caused by learning language from spoken, from, from, in a spoken form and not through reading.
So that is that is what we're faced with in the university in universities because it's not just the university I'm in in universities of of students who are struggling to and read for understanding and that is bridged through this module that I'm talking about that a student needs to do for them to be able to uh, uh, you know improve their language proficiency mm. and of course this conversation is not just confined to English it's confined to uh, books that are written in various other languages as well and I'll get uh, Yamkela to weigh in on that shortly I'll take some of your contributions on 086-000-2032 so we, we hear and we understand the problem the question is how to fix it how do we try and get parents to perhaps not buy the smartphone sometimes this is not the latest but we know you're out there buying the cell phones you're buying the latest sort of fashion way um, how do we shift those priorities mm-hmm. to things that, that, that truly made matter uh, and that have such a, a significant impact on the fundamentals um, of, 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 of our young people? We'll continue the conversation shortly. It's 11.30. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. We're looking at how exactly do we improve the literacy levels in the country and what are the things, the actions, the day-to-day actions that we as, you know, as a society need to start contending with because we are very much um, part of the problem. So, Yamkele, let's talk about this issue of language because often then uh, we have a conversation like this and the first thing that um, happens sometimes is that we'll have people that say, no, but we can't be putting an emphasis on English. And reading really... It's not just about English mm. because authors like yourself have gone through a great deal of effort mm. to write books in some of our other um, indigenous languages. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I want to start by saying that um, English is not a measure of intelligence. And most uh, people, and in this context, I'll say parents, most parents will say that, no, but um, if I teach my child Isikosa or Chivenda or Shitsonga, whatever language it is that we speak at home, then my child will not be able to uh, compete at school, you know. And, and that is not true. And I, and I want to speak to parents to say that let's not um, assume things without actually having uh, stats and 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 knowing the truth behind things because when a child understands their mother tongue they actually compete better than a child who don't understand their mother tongue because speech development is that when a child is confused about language um, they are unable to grasp concepts, linguistic, linguistic concepts um, or any um, concept that you're teaching the child. So teaching your child, their mother tongue is the best thing that you can ever do for your child. Reading to your child in their mother tongue is the best thing that you can do for, for your child. They, they, there's research that has been done, so this is not something that we're just thinking and they, it's not backed up by scientific research. There's research that has been done that actually shows that kids who are fluent or good in, 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 their, in their mother tongue, actually perform so much better, not only at school, but in any other context uh, that you put them in. So um, um, uh, I want to encourage parents to say, speak to your child in their mother tongue. And, and you know, Kathy, we think that if you speak um, your mother tongue um, to your child, they will not understand English. I'll give an example with me. Again, there's scientific research. I do not speak English to my kids. My child, my firstborn is seven now. 
I've never spoken English to her. I speak Isitrosa to her, but she speaks fluent English because English is everywhere. Right now, I'm looking around. There's English around me. When I drive, there's English around me. When I speak to people, there's English around me. When I speak on the phone, my child is listen, listening to me. There's, they, I'm speaking English. So it's so easy to grasp English, to understand English as compared to our languages. Our languages are not everywhere, you know? When, you, when, you, when you're driving around, the billboards are not in our languages. The, the media that you read out there is not in our languages. So do, it's, it's then we need to be speaking our languages at home because the child is not going to get that language easily as compared to English. So there's really no need to focus so much on English when it's already out there and the child can uh, grasp it very easily. And, and I know, Yamkela, you know, when we're sitting down and we're having a conversation like this on, on a la- national platform, it's easy for everybody to sort of say, yes, we want to support books mm. in is it Kosa, is it Zulu? you know write more of those books we need more we mm. need more as somebody who's written these books <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what what is the response there's no response so so people will complain and say but there's no books in african languages and you're like actually they are and you give them resources to say go here go here go here yes most of the time, um, our bookstores don't have books in, in African languages, but our bookstores have kiddies' books in African languages. Other books, adult books, yes, there's very little in bookstores, but they are materials. It's just, it's just that they are not in bookstores. But kiddies' books, you will go into the section of children's books, you will find all South African languages there. That I can guarantee you. But look at the stats, the sales stats. They don't buy in African languages. But these are the people who are saying, but there's no books in African languages. But we continue to to, to write, Kathy. We continue to publish because it's needed. And one day, uh, when when people actually wake up to the call, they will find those books in African languages. And you know, you know, you know my, the material that I've written. It's in English and it's in African languages. You'll find my books in English, but you'll find the same book in 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 African languages as well. So authors are doing their job. It's up to the families, the parents, to actually support um, authors and publishers and get those. All right. Thanks for that contribution, Ayamkela. Dr. Majola, anything you want to add before I bring in our listeners into? this conversation. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Kathy and Yam. What I wanted to say is that I think the, both the government and, and, and parents are failing uh, the children uh, because we fail to intellectualize these African languages. And it's possible. We, we need to understand that African language, everything and anything that can be said in English can be said in an African language. And we need, we need to practice that from home. And we need to practice that everywhere where we go. There are 12 official languages in South Africa, but you see very little of those languages anywhere and everywhere you go. So I'm going to say that let us start using these languages in practice, and then we're going to see that they're actually meaningful and they actually can be used in any different context, because these are our languages. There's nothing else that we have besides those languages in terms of our, mm. our tradition and culture. Mm. So we have to uphold them so that even our children can be able to understand where we come from through those particular languages. Thank yeah, you. And, and it really requires such determination. Sponelo, you are in Umlazi. Good morning. Good morning, man. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Sponelo. I'm good. I, I'm not sure. You know, there's a thing that says teach a child to learn very early in life so that when they grow up, they know how to learn. You're not learning so that you can be knowledgeable. You are learning so that you'll be able to learn more stuff. 
every time. Now, you, you find that in the workplace, someone who doesn't want to learn, it's not because they're not, you know, they hate learning, it's because they're not used to reading, they're not used to learning new stuff. So there's a thing that, that, that teaches us about the capacity to, to learn. You can only increase the capacity through learning. If you learn new stuff every day, it becomes natural for you to learn new stuff. And your, your mind becomes open to new ideas, because it becomes open to new concepts. But now, the less you learn, your capacity to, to learn new stuff, your capacity to, to absorb new information becomes lower as well. I think people most of the time confuse that, thinking that people who are learning try to know everything. You won't know everything. You're just trying to pick up whatever you can so that you can pick up more as time goes on. And, and, and Sponelo, I, I agree with you 100%, right? And and reading is, is, is sort of one of the the cheapest ways of taking one's imagination beyond what they know and and what one is exposed to, right? So even before I ever had an opportunity to travel to the U.S. or, you know, watch movies, you you create imaginations about certain places based on on, on what it is that that you're reading. Yes, because now it's the same thing that we have in the workplace. I won't say my company's name, Mm. but... At work, you find that most people who don't want to learn, the company is trying to move forward into digitization, trying to move forward to new stuff. But now the old employees still want to stick to the old way of doing things. And it's not their fault. It's just that the company has not been training them consistently so that whenever it tries to introduce new stuff, they'll be opened up to those things. So whenever new concepts are being brought into the company, they, 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 they reject them, not because they don't like them, but they have not been used to accepting new ideas and new change all the time. All right. Sponelo, mm. thanks for that contribution. I agree with you 100%. Sam, you're out in Durban. Good morning. Hi, Cathy. I agree and confer with your caller from Umlazi. I agree with your guest speakers as well. I just want to share something <coughs> with you. <coughs> it all starts from, I'll say a young child in terms of reading. I'm referring to reading. And the sad thing is that many schools in this country, especially in the predominantly African or black areas like Guguletu, Omlazi, wherever, all over the country, the kids don't even know what is a library. I want to share something with you that happened many years ago, about 10 years ago. Uh, I'm in business, Kathy, and I had a branch in Cape Town, and I was busy with the CSI. And I got hold of a school in Guguletu, Sunwabo Primary. And we visited the school to see, so we supplied them with some sort of stationery and pens and rulers, etc. That's how it started. And I was shocked. I went personally to the school in Guguleto, Sanwabo, and they didn't have a library. They virtually didn't even know what a library is, these kids. And they had like a thousand kids from like grade one or grade zero, you know? So I met with the principal and the secretary, and I told I told them to demarcate a section where we can build a library. And we got started. I had my own architect. 
we amended the building plan, and we started the building project. Sam, you, what you're saying is is so key. So I'm 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 sort of in two minds about it, Sam, because. I, I absolutely recognize its importance and the need for it in our society, right? Yes. And then I think about the libraries that are there, but that are just mothballs, right? They, 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 they're sitting there not being used. And I wonder what work we have to do to also, um, you know, create a culture that says that reading is, is beyond the library, right? And, mm -hmm. and so when you're putting it in a school, of course, then yeah. you, you're ensuring that it, it will be used because that is the appropriate environment. But, but yeah. you've seen what happens to some libraries in our communities. Um, the course. minute there's a protest, that's the first thing that, 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 that gets targeted, you know. And, yeah. and, and it, it goes back to the extent to which people find associations with some of these institutions. Are they part of us? Do we see them as being part yeah. of us and part of our society? Yeah. And also, Kathy, I just want to say, I also put the blame on government and local government, especially of that provincial or provincial government. Because when we opened this library 10 years ago, mm. for my wife and I and my family and I, it was just a CSI project that we gave from our heart. So we built this library from scratch. My son, my big son, was studying in Cape Town at the time. He even went and did hard labor building, mixing sandstone, cement, and he, he saw this thing come up. So for us, it was just giving. But for the community and the school, they had the minister, Angie Mosheka, for the opening. They had drum majorettes on the road when we got off to walk to the school. Mm. And we were like, we were just couldn't believe this. Yeah. But again, the MEC of Education at the time in Cape Town was not present. They just sent some basic regional inspectors. And here yeah. you have the minister, the national minister of education, irrespective of the politics. That's All not right. the issue. Mm. But if the provincial government don't play their part, we can get nowhere. Maybe it changed now. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know. Everyone right, has to play their part. Th thank you so much for calling in and kudos to you uh, for having done something about it. We are out of time for this conversation. Dr. Majola, 30 seconds for, from you before we wrap up. Uh, thank you very much, Kathy, and your listeners. Um, I just want to say that the reading is an important aspect in our life, but um, African languages are more important. So as we try to read in English and integrate ourselves in English, let us do the same in our African languages. Otherwise, they will not be there in the near future. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much, Dr. Majola. Yamkela, your 30 seconds. My last 30 seconds, I want to say that, you know, we 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 can blame the schools the government and they they there's a they are to be blamed for for some of the stuff but it starts at home um if if i don't teach my child at home if i do not uh, uh, preach the importance of books and reading and reading in african languages um 
by the time a child goes to school, they, they will struggle, you know. Um, so it starts at home, parents. It starts at home. All right. Thank you so much to Dr. Majola Enyamgela for contributing to this conversation. That's where we leave it on this Monday morning. Up next at midday, the update at noon. I, of course, leave you with the book reading.